Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hope this is the right track. It is. Okay, here we go. Summer drinking, endless rosé. How are these fuckers not all in AA? Pretty people with booming careers. Lover boy, enough to last seven years. Hamptons clubs don't activate hubs in the out of the summer house. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. Tell me more. Will they take Hannah's calls? Can we see Carl's three balls? Hey, Linz, your boob's out again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Just another day with Lindsay. Do you know how many times that happens day. over the summer? Uh, <laughs> and that's why I love her so much. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. My boob's out. <laughs> Y'all, um, yeah, I'm telling you, if I spend a summer with Poodle the Hamptons, I would see his balls a lot because I know from being his roommate... If I was female, I saw some of Poodle's monkey brains. If I was female, my boob would slip out all, all the, time. the time. I guarantee all the you, time. it would be a joke with all my friends. I would want to wear tight things, and my boob would just pop out. My boobs would have a mind of their own. Yeah, I mean, how yeah. many times they would just sh- call me Poppy? <laughs> they call you Poppy. How many times have you showed your nipple on, on intimate portraits already? Countless, countless, countless. I don't know. Countless. Yep. Yep. Yo, this is Summer House. Summer House, season six, episode six, Birthday Hex. Birthday Hex. Birthday Hex. Hex. A birthday hex. This Um, is weird because there was no birthday spell. Am I crazy? There was not. There was, I want to say this. I mean, this is kind of jumping into my first thing, but but I'll say, actually, I'll save it because I want to remind people before we jump in. Let's see, this episode airs on Wednesday. So if you're listening to this, um, does it? We want, uh, maybe yeah. it does. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm going to, I put can't Dar- remember. <laughs> uh, well, or late Wednesday, cause I'm going to put Darcy and Stacy up tonight. So, um, y'all, we want to remind you, speaking of Darcy and Stacy, be sure to check out our interview with Darcy and Stacy. It dropped on today at 11 11 Queens of the World. We had a ball. Uh, we'll talk about some uh, some teasers and things about it in um, our um, Darcy and Stacey podcast we're going to do after this. But it was um, it was kind of 
can I say it was surreal to have them to us singing their song to them and them singing it back and them it not being weird and no, I I, I really they were I don't, so easy to interview actually. I don't know if we got it on video, but I have to say, y'all, me putting on the Darcy wig in front of Darcy was one of the highlights of my life. They clapped. At they one clapped. Point. They loved it. Yeah. yeah, it was just a joy. So we had a great time. There's some tea, so you want to be able, you want to listen to check that out. And if you want to watch the video, that's on the fifteen dollars tier of our Patreon, um, because that's the only Patreon supports. It's video. the only way we can do it to, for video, and the Supercast doesn't support video. Exactly. So be sure to check that out. And uh, yeah, that's all I want to say. Go to our link tree links. You can see our live shows. We're coming to Los Angeles on Feb February 27th at the Regent. We're excited. I'm We're just ready. working on our, on our opening number today. Better just get ready. Re it better not be a medley. <laughs> I also, <promise> nothing. <laughs> I know you're amused, but you have to include me in this. If I don't <laughs> like the song, I will veto it. I, I am at 50% well, you're not in Los Angeles right now, bitch, so I'm I can do what I want. Will, I'll change it. So anyway, well, y'all, That's excited. fine. I'll just perform. I'll just perform by myself. I will sit in the audience and drink and watch you <laughs> and not applaud. That's <laughs> me. I'll just watch you do it. Um, y'all. And I'd love that. We, we are there. Anyway, we're very excited, dude. It's going to be. So be sure to get your tickets on our Linktree link. Portland. We're also. Seattle, we have, our, we have guests for that live show. It's our first live show with guests. We have uh, Kimberly and Katie from A Date with Dateline joining us that we're going to talk 90 day for sure. Yes. Um, And I think we're. We're also going to talk some date for dateline uh, stuff and a little true crime, a little, a little, a little gay true crime, and we'll a little bit of Love Is Blind because the finale will have aired of Love oh, Is that's Blind. Right. Well, no, no so, that, I don't, know, I don't know if that's with them, but we will be talking. No, about but that. we're going to talk about Love Is Blind, so we're going to have to, whether so, people like it or not. We're very excited. We're going to hold you hostage in that no. theater to talk about the ending of Love Is Blind. Love is Blind is maybe the best thing that's aired, not just this year, but of it is it. I my love of pig royalty is rivaled by Love is Blind. Oh, I, mm, I don't know. I mean, pig they're royalty very different shows. Barely edges it out for me. But like, oh, like pig royalty, cheer, this love. Is we don't blind. do anyway, cheer. I know, no, but I love that. I love that show. So, well, um, ever since, are you watching this season? Yes, they address it. It's captivating. Uh, I anyway. Don't know. All right, I think, everybody. I think I, I think I would just would have pulled up stakes at that point. <laughs> oh no, I think you would oh well yeah. You would respect Monica. Um all right, everybody. No, I'm well, sure. I just it wasn't I think I was out of the country when it was air. Kind of you kinda of, you are. You are you kind of are her. Um all right, everybody. Let's talk about Lindsay's boobs and birthday. I'm not hacks. looking for any Johnny Come Lately shows. Yeah. Um I'm going to start off and say, I mean, What's this your is first kind of, tea bag. Yeah. My first kind of thing is I just think this is the lamest 30th birthday party ever. Oh, you mean the one that this is, you mean the, the next just Amanda, the whole, her whole, the whole, ex, like the first night's kind of fun, but like you're having a birthday party. People are leaving early cause they don't, they leave your party. And then the <laughs> next day, like you have this party and then people are going out and you're sitting at home in the bed in your loveless relationship eating Cheez-Its. Can I also say this is what happens when none of your friends really like you? <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's what it feels like. 
That's what it feels like. Like we're not, because I do feel like pain. You're kind of is, saying that. I'm. I no. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of saying that. That she was. She became a friend by association. And yes, yes, she stands up for everyone, but she really doesn't. She's kind of like a mascot for the house. Yeah. Amanda is, mm-hmm. but is yes, she's she's their friend because she stands up for them and. It's interesting. I, I, it's, it's how my head works for house alliances because obviously it's the kind of older group of Carl, Lindsay, Kyle, Danielle, forever. It's those, it's the elder statesmen. But, and Paige has Sierra now. And it's kind of like what happens with Amanda? She's going to, the older people are going to accept her, but they really don't like her. Lindsay doesn't really like her. It's, um, so it's, it's like, no wonder, no wonder no one really enjoyed her birthday. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, because really, y'all, the only reason Amanda is there is to give Kyle something to do. Yeah. That's what it I will feels say, like. Amanda. <laughs> and I like Amanda. I, I like Amanda. I think I said this. I, I do too, but I think I said this a while back, or maybe I didn't say it on the podcast, or I was talking to someone. Amanda's kind of like a sentient college hoodie, always wearing something kind of yeah, yes, kind of like yes, dowdy, yes. walking around with her hair and like an updo. She's yes, just, just she's just a, a, a frumpy yes. college hoodie. But when yes. she dresses up, it's a different thing. But I'm not, not saying you have to dress up, but she just always looks like a wadded up hoodie to me. She does look like a wadded <laughs> up hoodie that's late for science lab. She totally does. And she... <laughs> And the thing is, I think too, it's just, y'all, it is so clearly obvious that she is unhappy. Mm-hmm. She is no, she's very miserable. She's, she's miserable. miserable. She's and so, so is he. Miserable. That's the other and thing. So is he, y'all. This, this marriage isn't going to work out. I think we predicted it's going to be a starter marriage for her. Um, I don't think he will get married again. They're going to get divorced in at least seven years. Maybe I, I say sooner. Five. Yeah, I, five tops. No, I'm. The only thing I'm, I worry is I I'm think they're going to have it three or four. Well, I think they're going to have a kid. Oh yeah, maybe. I think Amanda thinks that they're going to have a child and it's going to get better. They did just adopt two dogs in real life, y'all. Yeah. So you should know they were fostering two dogs and they adopted them, but it's like just seeing Amanda how much she loves these dogs. It's clear. She's not getting that from Kyle at all. No. Um, in fact, he says later on, and I think this is not really true, but it's you get to see a little bit of what's inside his head. I know you need a dog because I don't Him. give you everything you need. Him? Yeah. 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 I don't and, give I, you, and the way he said that, y'all, there wasn't just, it wasn't a, it wasn't, a, you just kind of said that like, I know you need a dog because I can't give you everything. I need. No, no, but no. He, he said it, it, it was, was so accusatory and shaming. It was, yes. It, it was, was awful. It was a lot of venom. It was awful. Yeah. Awful. But, but he I was wrote, saying. jealous it, of a dog. He was saying it in a way that to her, in her mind, the way, because she's, she's so ultra sensitive to his needs is, oh, I should support him in that. Yeah. And so that's going to be the undoing of this relationship is one day complete- she's, fin- she's going to finally have it as someone who got walked on by people one day 
Someone's going to give her a cutoff t-shirt and a hat as a thank you gift for a <laughs> wedding. <laughs> that was it. That was she, it for you. That was it for me. And she's going to be done with this. Mm. The thing is, I don't know if she has any, if she has any good enough friends who would completely support her um, in that way. Because th this is why you were, it was a terrible birthday party because I'll say this again. None of them re they, they tolerate her. They enjoy her company. They don't really like her. I think they like her more without Kyle. Because, you know, actually, Paige and Hannah, they before we, we did a crossover with Giggly Squad, they kind of said that before we started recording. They kind yeah. of talked about how they really like. They both well, talked good about you, Amanda. You say that until someone doesn't have Kyle around, and you're like, eh, we don't really like her anyway. Yeah, possibly. Um, but I don't know. She's... There's just always this look of a watered-up hoodie uh, in a, in a yeah, corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, my, What's your tea bag? My first tea bag is when Andy, after they've been laying in the bed with Paige, and Alex comes in there with Sierra after kissing her, and Alex said, "I would like to find." Andy said, "I would like to find myself on the bed with the th with the uh, the four of us together again." And my head went somewhere. Because Andy is always thinking about foursomes, y'all. He is. And he does look particularly gorgeous this he's episode. He's so... I will say, he's so hot. And I, need to, and I need to say this. There's been a whole thing about... Why isn't Paige to state Andy? Tate Andrea? Blah, blah, blah. He's right there. Y'all, that's never going to happen. The people who see a future for them, you're not living in reality. The only way you would ever lock Andrea down is to tell him, we need to lock down. I need, I, you just say, I, I, you have to be my boyfriend because that's the only way it's going to work with him. But she's not going to do that. But he's saying he, but he's actually saying, I, I want to push back on that a little bit because in this episode, so, or I guess question, so are you saying what he is saying is not what he wants because he is saying, I want to settle down. I want to be a one person. He said, I, I mean, he said that. I'm in saying that's all lip service. I'm saying that's what he thinks he wants. But if Craig or if, if Paige said that it would be a different reality. It's I do. After watching this episode, I, there was a part of me that thought that was one of my tea bags of thought. Huh? Not necessarily. Should she be with Andy? But, Who's the better boyfriend for Paige? Is it well, Craig? Here's here's why. Is it, is it is it Andy? Andy is all gestures. It's all time, all gifts. It's all it's all courtship in a way. And that is all good, but I don't think Paige need Paige loves all that on a superficial level. She can't do that on a larger on a larger level. No, it's Paige has a little bit of what a lot of us do. Paige needs. Um, I think if I think if I think it would be too much with Andy. I think she it needs be, banter. She needs give and take of banter like she has with Craig. I think Andy's almost too sweet for her, and I think that would because like, he's been very affectionate and kind of really forthcoming for her and i don't think but, she, i don't honey, i don't think she wants that that's all fake that's I know, all <laughs> but that's gonna i don't know i disagree i don't know if it's all totally fake like i he has surprised me i mean as danielle said at the dinner when she took a shot and she said 
or Lindsay, was it Lindsay that said you're all ass, but actually there's a real hot under, heart under there? No, I, there is a heart underneath there. I think he just it's still, I don't think Paige wants that even. even if I agree, but I promise you. How, she, she needs someone who kind of treats her a little bit like they don't need her. How much time have you spent with Italian guys? No, you spent more, but I'm just, I'm comparing but, him no, to I'm, Craig. I promise you. Oh, you fucked a lot more Italian guys than I, I it's have. It's not even that. It's not, it's not that they're bad. That's what, I, what I'm saying. There is a level of, there's a level of romanticism that goes into it that is just what they need to do mm-hmm. to be a man in the world. Yes. And all women fall for I that on a that. surface level. But it's not that I think he's a bad guy. There's just... You would need to physically lock him down to be your boyfriend. And Paige is not going to do that. No. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why people who saying she should just be with Andy, she's never going to do that. Yeah. I'm saying that's not an option. Stop thinking it. It is not in this world. <laughs> I think people are comparing it to, I think if it was just him, because even I, when I watch this, you're, we're all comparing it him versus Craig. Right. I don't, even though I, I but do But we think about her. her, we have to think about her in the situation. I know, I'm saying it would be different if it was just Andy and there was no Craig. Right. I think it's just, because let's be honest, especially the way he's been acting, I don't think Craig is a winner of a boyfriend. He's he's not even been very I'm good ha- to her. Even though I'm very happy, in a way I'm happy for them, but also Craig is... Um, He's just going to, like we saw what Craig does when he gets upset. But, and I don't, a lot of people I, don't like that now. I totally agree with you, but I'm living in the real world here. Paige and Craig are much more compatible because Craig is a relationship person. Yes, 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 yes. Andy is, is not. You would have to, now, if you, if you told him, we're going to be in a relationship, I'm so in love with you, I can see everything. If Paige, Paige is also barely a relationship person. Yeah, I, I don't think she's a relationship yeah. and person. And so it's it's just like I, I'm saying that it's it's not even those aren't comparable comparing Andy to Craig. They live it in is. different realities. It, I agree, but it is because that's what the show is set up for us to think about. I agree. So that's I'm what saying I'm saying. That's I'm that's saying. Un, that's an unfair comparison. So I think it would be a very different conversation if if Craig was just not even in the picture. Right I now. agree. I think he would, you know what would happen if Craig was never in the conversation? Andy would continue to ignore her. I think so too. In the city. I think and so he too. would be flirting yeah. with her. I think yeah. so too. Yeah, I agree. That's the brutality. So y'all, Andy Page stands. I'm sorry. I, 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 I think I want you to take a deep, take a deep swig of, of, of Prosecco. <laughs> I'm kind of not any stand at this. I was really kind of excited about this Paige uh, Craig thing, but he's being such a dick to her. I just no, I, I agree. It's reminded I, me how how selfish Craig can be, and it's just brought me Craig and Naomi flashbacks. And I'm like, oh no, 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 Paige. No, I totally agree. Like, but real world, <laughs> they are much more alike than she and Andrea. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm taking him out of the equation now, and saying I still don't like them together with her and Craig. Yeah, I can I can say that. I don't I don't. Yeah, I'm not I, for I'm, it. I'm just thinking completely of compatibilities places. Yeah. Um, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is this isn't a big one, but it's just oh, y'all. This is a PSK. This is a PSK. 
Maya putting on her, her computer on her bed and sleeping on the bed the entire night on her comforter. That is horrible for her computer. Yes, that can start a fire, y'all. Your computer has to sit on a hard, flat surface so the fans can breathe. Maya, if you're listening, you're going to destroy your MacBook. <laughs> Put, get a lap desk, Maya. Get a lap desk and just set a lap desk on your computer, on your bed. Please. Uh, people, people come to our show for reasonable technology hints. Do you know um, how much I've had to train Poodle to set his computer on a hard surface? I still don't give a shit. Yeah, and then your computer went to shit. And you had to you buy should see what one. happens when you're not here. And that's when you learned. Again, as y'all, as I've told Poodle, Poodle learns when he has to, not when he needs to. <laughs> I'm like Paige in that way. We learn when we have to. You learn when you have to. That's very, very true. That's a short, but that was it. It just, that really, and they kept showing her with the fucking computer on her bed, and it was driving me crazy. Um, Can we talk about just the, the, the fact, my next one is that Kyle still doesn't have a gift for oh. Amanda. Now, I think this is ginned up. It feels we, that way to me. Um, uh, it just, I'm sorry. The way they keep talking about it. That's what I'm no saying. No one can be, I mean, we're going to talk about it as if it was real y'all, because that's what we do here. Yeah. But I cannot believe that someone is that. And if it's true and Kyle, you're listening, you're the fucking stupidest person in the world well, for not getting your girlfriend a 30th birthday gift. And I that's think it's ridiculous. a symptom of a larger problem of how long has it been since you've got me a gift and you know, that kind of thing. And it's a, it's maybe gifts aren't her love language I or anything don't, like that. No, but you should I don't you, give a fuck. But about no, you should language. give, you should give her a 30th birthday with, gift. That with goes what's happening saying. in the relationship. Honestly, if I had a boyfriend who said, I'm sorry, honey, I didn't get you a 30th birthday gift because I was too paralyzed about what to give you. I would say, Okay, bye. I would fucking break up with them and find a boyfriend who appreciates me. <laughs> wow, drawing the it's, line in the sand. All right, it, no, I'm I'm, kind of, I'm with you, it's, but I it's, here's here's it why she can't feels neglectful and almost borderline. And neglect, honestly, y'all, is a form of control and abuse. And this is neglect. It is. It Here, really bothered me. But here's here's the thing. He has made her be accustomed to not getting anything. So you understand how easy it is for him to, to in that chain. I agree. It's horrible. But and I'm th saying that's yes. why it's not surprising. You say you would leave. However, if you're in Amanda's situation, oh, you've no, been together for been, four years. She's in the circle of this right. neglect. And so she has been beat down. This woman is begging for a dog so she can feel like someone needs her. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I, I'm saying to not not just immediately say I would leave because you guys no one knows what you would do. No, in no one knows what you do. But I'm saying that in this stage where I I would fucking I would hope she would. I it just it real as you can tell. Sorry, I got triggered by it because you know I think like I think because I'm a little y'all. I do I believe in love language and I get that. And I, I think love language. It's over. It's overly analyzed in this in this society we live in. Well, it's actually. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get on a instead of a poodle a Maddie soapbox about this. Sorry. I guess it's gonna be a long show. The problem with love languages, y'all, is that they were extremely reductive. 
that well they were meant to be used to to show someone how you appreciate give accept love they are were never meant to be used as an excuse for not compromising and doing something because that's just simply not your love language yeah that's very true and, and that's what they become is this scarlet letter of well i don't do that because giving gifts is not my love language fuck you when you're in or, a relationship for seven years you compromise in the relationship because you know that kyle does know that is her love language right in a, in right. a, in a everybody's in a, doing this in reality shows and it's like been in a different off. way it is who am i am i jake i know you are you are being I, like me today i'm being very much like you right now <laughs> I'm really pissed uh, off but i think a lot of it has to do with a lot of people use love languages or discussion about love languages to kind of make unnecessary demands on their partner no that's what i was about that's, they are it's, they are they are weaponizing their love language yep. to hurt their partner yep it is and that, kind of that. It, that, and that is what is happening with love language. That's uh, um, so. Now that you co-opted my tea bag, I'll keep yeah, going. So keep on. Um, welcome, welcome to my world. When Poodle gets on a soapbox, ooh, I, ooh, but, I do feel powerful. Maybe I should do this more, like you do. Uh, don't really like it. <laughs> um, but y'all, you know she does say she does Go say ahead. I want I want a dog, and my favorite moment is when a dog walks by and she's like, is that my gift? <laughs> and it's just everyone at home just dies. Died. And Kyle Died. goes, I know this. And he's like, she's like, oh my God, that person's walking off with my gift. It's just- What's she gonna do? She, she is a very funny person. I just think she is so stuck in this cycle with Kyle. She yeah. doesn't even know who she is anymore, y'all. No, y'all. Free she this, free this woman, free, free Amanda, this woman, free this sentient hoodie. Hashtag free and <laughs> get Paige. They all didn't want her to be, as we've said, y'all. That's the reason Hannah's off the show because Hannah spoke the truth about the relationship. No, it's Kyle true. It. Who knew we'd be we'd be talking about Hannah being right? Hannah Woo. was right. Would send her the pillow. Um, y'all, we're gonna take a commercial break and I'm gonna calm the fuck down. And then when we come back, we'll uh talk about kind of some really shocking moments in this episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com oh lord let's just get this over with maybe sunrise surprise oh that one's pretty no it's got lilies God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. 
Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. After all of that, I, I, I want to say one thing about this season. Mm-hmm. Um, this is episode six. So you're yeah. got, you guys were kind of halfway through the season, maybe a little more than halfway. Depends oh, on, usually they do. Halfway what? I was singing. Oh, we're halfway there. Yeah, but why would you sing it so high? Like it's a. I don't know. I don't know. I don't What's know. wrong with you tonight? You're like. That's too high. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> but we're oh, you've, you've, you've waylaid me. Um, but I feel like 
with this episode, we we realized that like the dynamic that we had before is just it's not the same power players and we're it's weird. I find myself saying they have an episode where they don't even know what to talk about. That's this episode. It's post Amanda's birthday party. And yes, Amanda and Kyle have a storyline. No one else does. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. really interesting. And that's mm-hmm. why we're going to talk about what happens with Maya later. And It's uh, very true because all the drama, except for Amanda and Kyle, all the drama coming up, uh, between the house members is only with people that are coming to visit the house. Yes. Danielle's yes, that's why with, this Danielle's is with Robert. Lindsay's is with some guy named Matt who didn't show up to a date. <laughs> Textbook Hubhouse. <laughs> Textbook Hubhouse. Uh, and then it's Austin and Craig. It's these people that aren't even in the summer house that we keep hearing about. Yep. It's and to me That's true. Yeah, that's why that we've way. hit we've hit a weird place where either we're coupled up or or some people have clicked off and become friends. And then the others are the new people who really haven't established themselves yet. So we're having other storylines, which we're going to get into that. But I, 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 you know what I think the, the best thing, and you're going to be angry when I say this because you love somebody so much, and I do too. But the best thing for Summer House is for Kyle, Amanda, and Carl to go move on. I completely agree. 100%. Um, Carl won't be on there with his shapely legs. Oh, he's so hot. Um, Y'all, I I know this. I may be the last person who doesn't buy their relationship. I know they were just posted about going to Mexico, Mexico for Valentine's Day. I just, I may be the last person who just... I, I I don't know. I'm gonna I want it. to, I but I just don't it. buy it. I love love. I want to believe. It. I don't know. I mean, it, what if then, she gets pregnant? Will you believe it, or do you think that'll be a fake baby? I. Oh, it's not, it's not going to be Christine Quinn style. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when she just. When she births the baby and she's looking like she's gotten snatched in three weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I, I want to talk about, let's talk about, just let's do one theater that we, we really wanted to do and then like, get into oh, the meat of this episode. Okay, okay. Um, uh, y'all, we want to we do, and then we want to talk about uh, Maya. We're going to talk about the beach. Y'all, picture it. We can't sing because we're remote, but go. Poodle's in LA and I'm in Oklahoma. Um, we are on a beach. We're all sitting around under an umbrella. We're a little sun drunk and we're also a little actually drunk. Yeah. We're a little drunk on tequila, tequila, ice pops. Yeah. And so pops. Yes, exactly. And, um, uh, Poodle's going to be playing the role of Lindsay. I'm going to be playing the role. I would fight you to the death that you ever wanted to play it. I, well, you're the one that your tits do fall out. So, um, (laughs) So it's life entertaining art. And I'm just going to play everybody else. I guess that's my problem. Art. <laughs> that's my, yeah, art. Art. <clears throat> and action. Hey, Maya. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I, you know, I'm just kind of 
Just kind of, you know, been worried about myself, not really going out or anything like that. You oh, you're going to come out with us. you got to come out with us. Yeah. We're going to okay. be single. Yeah. Yeah, I am single. You know, it's kind of hard for me to put myself out there. I don't know if I just, you know, it's, I don't meet people I, well. I've literally like fucked seven guys on this beach. We're going to get you laid. <laughs> really? Like a bartender. Really? I think I fucked that yeah. hermit crab over there. <laughs> He's yeah. kind of cute. That's, well, you know, I, I'm not into crabs. No, I don't. I don't know. Uh, hey, Lindsay, this is Alex. Why? Why do you have that belt on on your swimsuit? I just purely for fashion. To... Purely for fashion, so I can get snatched. Uh, so I look good. It's like I don't like, get sucks it. Sucks me in right here. Of course, you get, get it. I don't get it. Is it like? Is it like? Who are helping, you? Is it helping you burn calories or something like that? Or oh my oh. god, I have to pee. Get away. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> we. We covered four areas very quickly. Um, I love her so much. She she just wasn't having it with Alex either. Okay, so and then kind of like the big kind of what we can't believe this happened on Summer House, but then Maya actually like sits down with the house and they it, have this conversation that we never expected to saw, see on the show. It did feel like all of a sudden we're having uh, we're having a conver- an in depth conversation about race on just the ten of us, where <laughs> where it's normally about drinking, <laughs> and it's not that it, not that this wasn't valuable and it wasn't no, really it, impactful and it wasn't kind of a a lovely moment. I was just really shocked to see this on Summer House. I was shocked. As I think as Ryan um, Ryan Bailey said, he says, I'm like, I can't believe that they had this great conversation about race on fucking Summer House. Yeah, it, 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 did, it did feel like your frat brothers all of a sudden <laughs> t- sitting around talking about vulnerability. And, and that's when you stop dating them? Connection. That's when you break up? Yeah, it was weird, <laughs> and and it was and I will I will say it was kind of weird to see Kyle and Luke and everybody just like listening and just not listening. screaming and beer soaked epithets at people. Because usually when someone voices their opinion, especially a woman to Kyle, he yells at them and yeah, yells them down. So that was and he was guy. kind of the. The 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 best one of the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, really. Yeah, he. Yeah, he so was great. Let's let's talk about this. Um, and kind of getting into it, we we had seen little little moments throughout the episode of Maya. She was talking to Sierra at the beach, and she started to cry, and she feels excluded, mm-hmm. and and she feels like a lot of this is replaying her adolescence of how she grew up, and like, she yes. grew up she grew up mostly among white people. Uh, mostly yeah. in school around white people, and and she's it's still, like a PTSD. The whole yeah, it's it's so replaying like when, um, Andrea when Andrea when Andrea right. called her the wrong name. It was total just and shocking. And you might her. you might look back and see these are all small things, but for her, these actually meant a lot because they triggered yeah. things that have been happening for her, and it's it's not a small thing for her experience as a black woman in the house. No, no, no. So, no, no, no. Um, I, I want to. Um, anyway, they are. Uh, they're having this. It's. I think. I think I was. I was kind of struck by 
I was really proud how, how brave Sierra was just to tell everyone, okay, we need to have this conversation that, because I don't think Maya yeah. wanted to have it. I, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I couldn't tell if she didn't want to have it or she was just too not scared or just it was hard well, for her. I think she was scared. Yeah. That was my favorite part. Honestly, it's just as again, it's, it's different, but as us, it's too like, Gabe, sometimes you just want people when you're someone who's a minority, you just want people to be an ally to you and stand up right. for you and talk and not talk for you, but help hold the space. So you can do that. Yeah. And it was really kind of Sierra started to do that. And if you notice, like Sierra couldn't say the, what was something like she said, like racism, like, or she right. said, she started crying and yeah. she couldn't say that word. And then Maya had to say it for, so it really, it was ended up being this beautiful kind of just, friends supporting one another and uh, i mean i think forever they were already but i think um sierra and maya now are forever bonded in the house they like, are and what's weird because maya came as Paige's friend she did remember come, she did yeah it, it's it's she came as Paige's friend and you would think personality wise Maya and Sierra don't seem like they would not, no. not get along, but not be like best friends because Maya, cause y'all we've seen like, they only showed like a couple, but like we see like y'all, Michael, 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 Maya just wants to hang out with Carl because she doesn't really want to fucking turn up and go and drink. I mean, she just wants to talk to the sober guy in the house. I completely understand why she doesn't feel included just completely because not just a racial aspect at all. She's very different from all of them. And, well, and if she's watched a season of Summer House, which she has, uh, I think you brought this up not before we started recording, but like, and I didn't see it, but you can speak to, didn't they not treat Jules well at all? No, yeah, yeah. Wasn't a good thing for Jules. And Jules, so, Jules was kind of a lump on a log too, though, but. <laughs> <laughs> but particularly people like Danielle and Lindsay were, were awful to Jules. Oh, well, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. Yeah. I'm I'm glad Danielle said that she felt excluded as well from the Yeah, that's kind of when I was like, be quiet. Um <laughs> She kind of got that at the end in there. And you, but yeah, because I saw like a thing on Reddit. People really are talk they're glad this conversation happened, but there have been people saying that I hope the house learns from this because I treated Jules like shit. Yeah, I agree. That did happen. So, um anyway. I, I you know what? I will say it, it. It was. It's. It's no. It is not Jules' fault that she was a bump on a log, uh, <laughs> but she never really got a chance. That is. That is part of the issue because this group is extremely insular. Yeah. Um. And when people do get in, like Sierra, she had to re. It, I think she got in at the perfect time because uh, Hannah Hannah's was disrupting. Yep. And. Her and and, and weirdly, Vermont, Vermont, I think, helped Paige. Oh, yeah. Sierra a lot, too. But think about it. But think about it. Like, even the people in Winter House, they didn't, they didn't, were, they weren't yeah, able it, to penetrate remember the group. we said it was that, like two different cast members. It's why I or think. Two different cast. It's why I think the, the concept of this is not about Maya saying, I'm not fitting in. It is about all the microaggressions that are happening to her that mean more to her specifically and mm -hmm. her experience. Yeah. Um, and uh, because it's very hard to penetrate this group of people. Yeah, it is. And Alex is not, not making headway either. No. And I was shocked. I can't believe that people fucking called him Bruce Lee at the. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. That was. Ugh, it, was it was. I don't know if you've ever been to the Hamptons. I can totally see it. It's shitty. 
It but hasn't been there's the, the most entitled people in the world in the Hamptons of all ages. Yeah. Oh, I bet you just went and just said re- wildly inappropriate things to make white people uncomfortable. Yep, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> Wherever I go, I don't. I don't. It doesn't matter who it is. But I. Well, I want to. I just want to say uh, this is. Uh, this is such a. This was such a good conversation, especially what Sierra said last summer. She said it was really intimidating to come into this house mm-hmm. and. And, uh, and, and, and it was hard and, and, uh, and, 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 and Maya even says, Andy, when you, when you call me the wrong name, it really bothered me. I know it's not, it's you, no one's at fault here. It was, it was a that's mistake said, that you yeah. made, but I just want you to know how it makes me feel. And that's such yeah. a good distinction to make that, uh, Maya isn't saying the little things that you did, the small things that that were during the day that you might objectively think are small, that did not, none none of this was almost intentional for you, but I'm telling you how those little things make me feel. Yeah. And so that was a great moment. She said, it's a different experience. Cause I'll be honest in watching it. Like if you asked as a white person, I wouldn't have thought these were big deals at all. Well, and I have something to say about, I blame production for a lot of that. So, but I'll talk about that in a minute. No, that's, but as watching it, it went that that doesn't seem like again it doesn't seem like i thought the whole thing with lindsay okay yeah she didn't but then the next day she explained why she right. didn't invite you because she had people on a list and i didn't think of this but again that's the whole that's what i loved about this conversation is she was just saying you might this is this doesn't get talked about a lot it's a different experience right and then when she said it i went oh this all makes sense why you would feel this way yeah no, it it made complete anyway, sense to me it was that it was it wasn't did. about what happened the last couple. It was it was about what happened the last couple of weeks, but it was more about her perception of what was happening, and she wanted everyone to understand that. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. yeah. and how it made her feel when these things happened. Exactly. Um, and uh, and uh, I want to say it was. Interesting, and and we talked about this before, but Luke saying it was really hard for me too to penetrate, and even Kyle quickly said, "Okay, maybe it's not the same thing." <laughs> Kyle's like, "Well, so if it's hard for you, then I can't even imagine." What, what a great pivot! Okay, so Luke wouldn't say it was really hard for me as the hot model guy, are you, but. Is that what he meant? Because I know you uh, don't want to. I know you and Luke are besties now. We, but, well, um, we got that Soho date, Soho house date. <laughs> but no, that's, I, that's what he, he, what he, he was really mean that. I don't think he under he completely understood what was going on. I and so I think I think he was talking about that she didn't feel like she was fitting in, and he was like, "Do you know how hard it was for me to fit in with these people?" Because. I'm like brunette, and the rest of them are blonde. And I'm blonde, yeah. And Carl's I, I, like dark-haired. But I, that's where I think he was going. I, I'm not going to beat him up too much. It was a dumb thing to say. But I, I, yeah. I feel like everyone at Summer House, everyone wants to talk. And Sarah, you know. Sierra said something that I related to. I mean, it, I, again, not the same, but a, a, um uh, an adjacent experience that I have, and I know you do too. Yeah. She something I said. She said when you come to this space, you feel a lot of pressure, and that is true, y'all. Like when you're even as queer people, like we walk into a space and we, I feel. Yeah. I won't speak for other people. I feel pressure, and for me, that comes out in like 
perfectionism or having to be right. funny or having to be like really like, Hey girl. And all the stuff that like, I don't know how people are going to take me. So right. I thought that was a great way for, to because Kyle doesn't, or maybe he does, but it's just a different type of pressure that they feel. So uh, I think see, she's basically saying I'm representing all, either all of black America or, or all black women. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm on this show as the sole black person in the house. Mm-hmm. And so I, I understand that that's, that's, I don't, I don't understand that experience, but, uh, I, I can understand why she, how she feels that way. Yeah. Um, anyway. it, like I said before, it was a, it was a very, uh, a kind of a beautiful thing, a very unexpected thing to happen at it. It really kind of was like some type of meditation at the end of a kegger to happen. <laughs> Yes, it was very strange. Um, strange. And then they all have a group hug and they leave. But yeah, that's it. But I want to talk about the fact that just on a production standpoint, the only thing that was disappointing to me is they picked little things throughout this episode. And this is the fifth episode, I believe, of the of this season. Oh, I think I put six, but I think it is five, five, though. I think I was wrong about the thing. But. I was just like, did everything, did everything that ed- it almost felt like it, what I'm saying is with editing wise and production wise, it felt like we were editing this thing backwards. Like editing yes. does. Yes. yes, yes. And like it we was were a, showing. It was episode five, by the way, it was episode five. Yeah. And I, like, it was kind of like saying, I would have loved to have seen this throughout the season. But it was a lot of it, it because yeah, like we needed to have it in one to two days. It, it was, it, it. Because like Maya said, you know, I've had these uh, conversations with Carl and I went, we've only seen you once have a conversation we- with Carl. So like I didn't get that she had this because I when she said, I feel like there's the only person in the house that I bond with isn't here a lot. I don't I didn't feel that loss because we've only we seen saw her one Carl conversation once, with and you it was 30 seconds. And it was just the- I agree with that. They and, really and Paul- just kind of like. Put it all in this one episode. Part of the discrepancy between that that I had with this and what happened was feeling like this was a little bit of an unearned moment. I'm using Mm -hmm. a writing word. I'm sorry. It's disgusting. But when they say something is earned or it's unearned, Mm -hmm. when a character hasn't had enough screen time, especially a reality show, a moment like this will feel unearned. And it and so like is that though because. You know, is it because it has nothing kind of, to do with what Maya was earning? No, it has yeah, everything yeah. to do with what production had shown for her. Yeah, production is doing as controlling all of it. I hate to tell you guys, you're all being fed, you're all being sheep, and you're all being fed the bah, stories they want bah, you to see. Bah. I sound like a crazy person, but you do uh, sound like a reality show conspiracy theorist, which I am. Where's, where's your tinfoil hat? Which I am. Uh, but but I'm saying. I think that was the biggest thing for me is you're editing the whole season. So you choose this episode to say, here's the things that Maya here, here's, here's the microaggressions for Maya and let's spell them out. So very clearly in editing. So all the white people who are blind to it could see it. Yeah. So maybe that needed to be done. I don't know. I just felt a little bit dumbed down for it. Maybe. Well, yeah. And I think just personally, like it was, it made it moving, and no offense to like, but we don't know Maya. So it made it moving. Exactly. When she, it made it moving when, 
I mean, as a person, I li- I've said I li- I'm liking Maya. I just don't know her yet. And so she's like, you know, your fun neighbor's friend who comes over. You're like, oh, yeah, she's fun. Whereas Sierra, we know we her. know her. So when Sierra talked about the conversation, that's re- that's actually what really moved me. And so I hope after this, like I said, I really liked Maya. I think that she seems like a little, I see little sparks of where she could be fun on the show. I hope that that this brings her in the show more. I mean, I, I just don't know. I, 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 I like her. Does she seem to gel with this group of people? I mean, I don't, she doesn't seem like she seems more uh, like she would be on like the old school real world or something like that. Not, yeah. not in like summer house where literally it's all about who can drink the most lover boy and, and to do shots. Yeah. And, and who can like comfort the crying girl? Yeah, like who's going to comfort Lindsay. Amanda? Who can comfort Lindsay or Amanda? Yeah, depending on that, who's crying. That that's it's it's interesting. And or who can get in a really funny bit like Paige? Yeah, and and it's like with with if you if you're not in in Summer House, if you're not performing one of those roles, it's almost like Carl. If you're not performing one of those roles, Carl doesn't really fit in anymore. He doesn't have a place to sit. So I'm telling you, he's going to be out. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Kind of like, where where does a person like Maya, and Alex is only fitting in because he's the butt of jokes about his food or something like that. Yeah. And so it's hard to make people happen on this show. It's hard to make Fetch happen because these people only work in 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 their relationships with one another. And when new people come in, it's very hard. So I don't know. I still think it was a great conversation. No. Yeah. It was, <clears throat> I, I agree with that. Sometimes, again, I, maybe I said this earlier, um, but yes, I think the show, I think Amanda, Kyle, and Carl need to not be on the next season. Yeah. I think they need new blood and it needs to kind of have a transition, but. Anyway, I think Kyle will stay on this until oh, they tell him to leave. Yes, yeah, exactly. And then, then Amanda, and then his college hoodie will still, will still be there. <laughs> there. Y'all, and on that note, that's the show. That's the show. 
You can go to realitygays.com to our website. Um, Uh-oh, someone's having a coffee fit. Oh, no. Oh, Sorry, no, y'all. Okay, we just better I'm end this I'm almost better. Oh. We better end this quickly. Go to realitygays.com. You can go to our Instagram and to our Twitter. Um, check out our link tree link. Come see us in Los Angeles at the Regent on February 27th. See us in Portland uh, on March 11th and see us in Seattle on March 12th at yes. the Aladdin Theater. Um, all right, everybody. Um, how does this show end again? I never remember this one. I know. If you're wondering in the oh, middle yes. of the night if your boob fell out or not on the beach, and all of us just say to yourself, whisper quietly, Who's Tracy? Who's Tracy? Tracy? And the slow part at the end. In September, they'll all go back to their Google Hangout, their Zoom, and their Slack. And even though summer came to an end, they'll continue to be best of friends on Insta. Summer's nuts. Because of these sluts. But, oh, what are you going to do? That's summer.